to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So, what's good, y'all? How was your holiday? So, today we're just going to do the year in review to wrap up 2021. It's been a hellacious year. And so, today I'm going to discuss my favorite books, my favorite CDs that came out this year, my favorite shows that I watched, and then uh, the top episodes from y'all. So, let's just catch up. Um... How was everybody's holiday? So my holiday was pretty good. Um, I spent a lot of time with the little ones in my family, and so that's always a blessing. Kids make stuff really fun. I was telling my friend, I'm like, yo, these ki- these toys that these kids have nowadays is crazy. Like, my niece and nephew got so much shit. I was like, wow. It was just, it was like just crazy. And so just seeing the, the new toys, um, it was a lot going on, but it was a lot of fun and they were really excited. And so I spent time putting stuff together, setting up my nephew, got a new switch and setting up his switch and he just hanging out and just, you know, having a good time with family. So that's really what the holidays is about. Um, I think we're bringing in, uh, the new year, just, you know, spending time as a family. Um, you know, COVID is crazy right now. I feel like everybody's getting it. Uh, I didn't really have any real plans anyway. I usually kind of, you know, go out to eat and then we usually just chill at the house anyway. So I think this, this year we're, um, playing some board games and stuff like that and just going to bring it in together. So I'm really looking forward to that and really looking forward to the new year. A lot of things upcoming, uh, for the new year with the pod. Um, we have our merch coming and we have the book club coming. I'm really excited about that. Uh, definitely will have more time to pour into, the pod, um, the way that I like to. And so, um, yeah, that's all I really had going on. Uh, so what we'll do, we'll jump into the mantra of the day and then we'll go into just the top picks that I have for the year and then we'll wrap things up. So the mantra of the day is, and really I chose this one cause I feel like this should be the mantra to finish out your year. I am releasing anything that no longer serves my highest good. I think that's, uh, important, especially when, you know, you always hear the people saying like new year, you know, who this, but you know, I really think that, um, and what I do, I really do actually think about, um, you know, what I have going on, what I had going on for the year and where do I see myself and where do I want to be. And so for me, um, you know, I do want to let go, uh, and release things, you know, that don't serve you because it just, it just holds you back. And so going into 2022, you know, we should all be striving to go into the year just on a, on a higher note. So it's just something to think about. All right. So let's just start with Mika's top books of the year. I talked a little bit throughout the year on some of the books I was reading, but honestly, I think my favorite books that I read in 2021 was, uh, I think it's called the Friedman series. So it was Yellow Crocus, Mustard Seed, and Golden Poppies. And that's three books that they have so far. And that's a, the series they have thus far. The, the next one is coming out in April. I pre-ordered it. And it's Scarlet Carnations, which I'm really excited about. But basically, Yellow Crocus starts with the story of a wet nurse and uh, her slave master and like her owner. And then it just evolves into this story of how they kind of reshape each other's lives. And then the, as the next book go, it's like their children, then their children. So it's really it's really neat, actually. It's really cool. So the, I was immersed in that. I read all three back to back and I was, I enjoyed it so much. Um, the second book that I read this year that, uh, I really enjoyed was the prophets. 
that was a historical fiction book. And it was about, um, it was basically, it was a story of all the slaves on a plantation, but it was centered around two slaves that, uh, two male slaves that actually were, were in a relationship with each other. And, um, I've never read, uh, a story like that before, but it completely blew me away. Like I actually tweeted the author and was like, I literally, uh, was like up in tears when I finished it. Um, I loved it, but historical fiction is my favorite is what I enjoy to read the most out of anything. So I really love that one. Then my last book that was my favorite this year was just as I am. I'm a big Cicely Tyson fan. I love her. I thought her memoir was so good. I also, um, I own it, but I also got the audio book and just to hear it been, um, told and it was great. So I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that one. Um, so if you haven't checked that one out, it was really good. Um, so let's see my favorite CDs this year. Now this is subjective because I have CDs that I've revisited a lot. And so a lot of stuff I'd like to revisit, but the ones that came out this year that I really, really like, um, was King Disease 2. Nas just dropped a album, oh, what, the day before Christmas called Magic. I'm really enjoying that. Him and Hit Boys, the shit. Um, I also enjoyed The Harder They Fall. That's actually my favorite soundtrack. I still listen to that. I really enjoyed the movie too, but the soundtrack was really, really good. Um, Still Over It by Summer Walker. I'm a big Summer Walker fan. I really enjoyed Still Over It. Um, I really enjoyed it for the the storytelling most of anything like a lot of people be all like hating on summer sam like you know she like be bashing dudes but i don't feel that way at all i think that um she really told a story about what she had going on and uh it but the music and the way they put it all together the cd was really good so i still listen to that and then adele 30 i've been waiting for adele cd for, for for forever so i was really excited when that cd came out a little sad but it's adele but i enjoyed it and so that's actually was my favorite ones to listen to. I go back and, and uh, uh, pop in and revisit other stuff, but these are the ones that came out this year that I'm really enjoying. So for my top shows, my top sh- my top shows was really really hard uh, to decide on because I couldn't figure out like every time I do this every year I sit and like I need to start writing stuff down as the year go. Cause I never can remember all the shit that I watched. Um, I don't watch that much stuff, but I was trying to remember Mary Easttown, I think was my favorite show, um, this year. I think that was my favorite show. That was with Kate Winslet on HBO. So if you haven't watched that, it was really good. Kind of like a murder mystery, um, Harlem. And that's on prime. That was actually a, a pleasant surprise. I, I flew through that. I really enjoyed it. I think I talked about that last week. Insecure. Insecure, um, I don't think this was the best season out of all of them, but I think it was, uh, I think they they brought it together, you know, but Insecure was so important for the culture. It was, it was they, they touched on so many different topics that I thought was important. So, you know, I did religiously watch that every Sunday and I was, ha- I was glad, to say, glad, I was sad to see it go. Um, I see and wonder, she said no, Isa said no, but I, it would be dope if they came out like later with a movie. I think that would be pretty cool. The Witcher is actually one of my favorite shows. It's on Netflix. Uh, I'm actually just a fan of the Witcher universe. So um, I just recently got the books, but I do play the video games and all of that. So um, that just actually came back on Netflix. And I've been waiting, I think, like two years for it to come back on TV. 
So I've already devoured it. Probably going to rewatch it again, but it's actually um, one of my favorite shows. And then you guys know my favorite show is Queen Sugar. Season six came on this this year. And so um, I did go and revisit that. And, you know, we did watch that. And uh, I I thought season five was okay. Like it wasn't bad, but it was okay because it gave a true depiction of COVID, right? Um, I didn't watch it while it was on because I didn't really want to watch um, COVID while we were in COVID. But I did watch, I did catch up onto it for season six. And um, season six was good. I'm curious to see what all is going to take place. But season six had me pissed off. But Queen Sugar is my shit. So, um, so yeah. So those are all my top things. I think uh, now I'm going to go over the top episodes from you from this year. So I'm going to go over the um, top three. So the highest episode of listens from this current year. like so, th- so I'm only going by the episodes that I dropped in 2021 was Talking Hotels. And that was with Shantae. That was a really fun episode. And when I think about it, going back over it, um, I thought it was funny because I literally was trying to read the stories and it really didn't hit the same. And I probably should have just played the stories um the tales like from the cd like i think you know if you have a certain amount of time that you can play them so i probably would have been fine with copyright but um it, you probably would have understood it a little bit better but hotels was a pleasant surprise this year um and so shantae is one of my friends of the show uh one of my good friends in real life and so it was funny just having her on because we both love the cd a lot and so us just discussing the cd and uh going over it was really fun um i think shantae's been on I don't even know how many times she's been on now. I think three times. I think that's the thing. That was her third time. So that was a fun episode, light episode. Um, let's see. The second highest this year was when the relationship is toxic with Chantel, who's friend of the show. That one was good because we went over um, Malcolm and Marie. And what's crazy is I watched that movie one time. I have not revisited that movie But I always like when I get guests on and we actually just talking organically and it breaks out into so many different conversations. I love when I have people come on and have different perspectives. And like, granted, sometimes people's perspective is the same as mine, but for the most part, you know, it usually evolves to something else or they can bring us down, you know, another, um, you know, pathway. Or they bring in their own personal experiences. So I thought that was a good conversation to have. Um, ev- the next one was Evolving in Friendships. That was episode 95. So th- so these are the three top episodes. Evolving in Friendships was important. Um, when I made that episode, I think I was going through something in, in my personal life where I had to make the decision on whether or not, um, you know, I was going to move forward from, from the friendship. And so... You know, as a person, I think we all should evolve and and not just say like, oh, yeah, you know, growth. No, like I think we all should be evolving as people. Right. Because that's what that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps your mind fresh. And also that's what keeps the people around you, you know, like on, you know, not necessarily same levels, but it also may invite new people into your life. Right. So for me, honestly, um, as I'm evolving into the person that I want to be, I find myself sometimes being, um, a little recluse at times, um, where I'm a little guarded. 
uh, because I'm very particular about who I have in my space and people energy and things like that. And so if I see things that could be a little alarming to me, uh, or triggering in some kind of way, like I usually don't really give many chances with that. Um, I think when you're young, you kind of like, if you ever think about it, like when you're young, you kind of have that friend. It's like, oh, that's my wild friend. Oh, girl, that's my crazy friend. Oh, oh, she a little toxic. That's my friend. Like you might have more leniency with the people that you're around. But I think when you get older, um, you have less leniency about the people that you're around. Like you can accept people for who they are, but that don't necessarily mean that you have to be their friend. And so I kind of went through that season um, this year. And so that's how Evolving in Friendships came about and how I came about with talking about it because that episode really was me, um, giving therapy, you know, for myself. Um, my top episodes this year was, um, I really enjoyed every, every time I had a guest on, I really enjoyed when Myra came on. Um, Myra was actually a friend of the show and she's coming back on, um, in the new year. And that was one I, that was on the only show that I was like, man, I kind of want, I really wanted to revisit her coming on because, you know, a lot of times it was, there are some people in life that have a spirit to where you can just talk to them for hours. And Myra's one of those people for me. And so literally when I was doing that episode, it, it was just me just organically just being me, but just organically just talking in general. And so I really wanted to touch more on some of the things that she was doing and some of the things that, um, she's involved in and where she's hoping that her platform evolves to. And so that's some of the things that I want to do. Uh, when she revisits and just kind of like really go into the, um, the business side of what she does and just kind of get more in depth with it. Cause you know, we kind of end up just having a lot of organic conversations, which I enjoy, but I definitely wanted her to come back because there's so many things that we didn't, um, touch on that are so important. So another episode this year, that was my favorite was episode 106, a long time coming. And that was when, um, my co-host from uh, Third Chamber Pod, Jamar and Chris, came on and we chopped it up. I don't really get many males to come onto the show, so I'm always happy when I have um, uh, males, friend of the shows, come on because I like to get the male perspective. You know, men are so different from women and their thought processes are different. And so they actually are, are uh, really incredible men. And so when I get... Um, you know, different perspectives, especially a male perspective. I really enjoy it. So I've been begging them to come on for like two years now. So they finally came and uh, it was good. I got to get them on again. Then my last favorite episode was, I have so many, uh, but I really enjoyed doing Trip Around the Sun. That was my episode where I talked about my birthday and just uh, doing the race with my nephew um, and just, you know, how I felt just going into another year. Uh, my nephew, uh, Avery, is very special to me. Um, and the time that he was born, I was really, really, really in a super dark place. And I was really going through just a really, um, just a season. And so, you know, just looking at someone who, um, shift your life and just change your life, you know, it's always going to be just that special spot because I know what him coming to my life did for me. And, you know, it really made me want to live and it made me want to, you know, just start my healing journey and kind of get to the bottom of, you know, why I was unhappy and uh, what can I do to fix it? And so, um, he spearheaded that. And so I, it was really special this year, just kind of really spending my birthday with him and my family. And so I had fun, um, 
you know, talking on that episode and, uh, this has been, you know, a, a good year. So let's see, we've gone over the top episodes, my top episodes, my top shows, um, CDs, books. I think that covers everything. And so I do want to say, you know, uh, I am thankful for the support that I've been given on this show. I, I said, I think on my last episode, um, I did reach 15,000 listens, which is really, really cool. Um, when I first started this show, I didn't know whether or not one person was going to listen. And, um, you know, we're two years in and it's been really cool. Um, it's something that's really shaped my life It's something that's been become such a major part of my life. I've had so many amazing people come on and just be willing to have their personal conversations and experiences with me. And I'm really thankful for that. Uh, the reality is, you know, I created this show because I wanted to have an open platform where people talk about things that they may struggle with or things they may have experienced. Um, because, you know, I've experienced so much within my life and, you know, I never felt that I had many safe places to actually, uh, talk about these things or if I should talk about these things and not be embarrassed by them. And so, you know, I wanted to create a platform that one, let people know that they're not alone. And two, like, you know, create conversation around some of the things that all of us, you know, go through, whether it's childhood trauma, whether it's bullying, whether it's love relationships, you know, parenting, um, you know, we touch on so many different things and we go down so many different avenues and I, and I feel like it's just my thoughts is it's a safe place, you know? Um, and so I hope that when I have my conversations and people come on that it resonates with someone and that's, that's what, uh, matters to most of me. That was why I wanted the show because I wanted to be able to help others the way that, and talk about, you know, how healing and therapy and, you know, learning boundaries and, uh, all those things really helped me. And, you know, if I could help somebody else, that would be great. That's my goal. And just even just starting a conversation or even the mindset of like, Hmm, you know, maybe something in that. I think we all should have therapy or a life coach or a spiritual advisor, you know, whatever's your poison. I think we all should have a release to where we have a safe space to where we're talking to someone. Um, before COVID happened, I had, I was creating a, a woman's support group that I was really passionate about. Then COVID happened and I had to stop doing it. But, you know, I think it's important for women and men to have safe spaces, um, to have conversations, to not be afraid to talk about their feelings, to not, not feel embarrassed about things that you may have going on. And so that's just become, you know, my purpose and something that I enjoy. And, you know, this year, you know, being transparent has been, it's been okay, right? Like I'm thankful that I'm here, you know, I'm thankful that I've been able to get these episodes out and kind of like, you know, uh, all the things I've been able to accomplish this year, but it's been a really difficult year, um, especially the last like six months for me. And so I'm really trying to go into the new year, uh, somewhat refreshed. Um, I know some, some things that I need to take care of to kind of like, you know, um, that will help with that COVID doesn't help either because I'm still pretty much in the house. Um, for the most part, like I go out, I do things, but it really has shifted 
my life. I know it shifted so many other people's lives and we've experienced loss or experienced loved ones getting sick. But I think just obviously how we navigate, right? I think you don't really realize how we gave people hugs. You know, we were, you know, intimate with people, right? Uh, we went out without fear. Like sometimes when I go out, you know, and I'm like in close places, I'm like, oh God, like I don't either, I don't want to be there or I'm super nervous and just a normalcy of simple shit. I don't know when that's going to come back. I, I don't know. But I think when you had it, you didn't realize like the significance of it or like how it made you feel. But then, you know, when you don't have it, I think for me, I'm starting to see the void in that because I don't really see many people. I only really hang out with like literally the same exact people because I know these people aren't out here reckless, you know? Um, I think it's been difficult from the standpoint also that I've had a lot of shifts and I don't think they're bad shifts, but I don't really know. I don't know that. I don't really know why some of the shifts happened. Um, I think some of the shifts were unfortunate, you know? Um, so I've experienced loss in friendships. Um, and I don't regret them, but at the same time, I don't really know what was the purpose. Like I I'm still trying to figure out like, were these people there for seasons? Was it just for resolve? You know, was my purpose to do something in the midst of that relationship and it served its purpose? I'm not really sure. And so that's the thing with relationships, you know, but you know, I'm also thankful for some of the relationships that I gained this year. So those were positives because I lost friendships. Um, but I also gained amazing people in my life, like really amazing people that like, I genuinely enjoy talking to and can talk to for hours. And so I don't know, that could be the lesson. I'm not, I don't really know, but I just know like for me, like I have to go off what feels right to me. And if I feel uneasy and I just don't, you know, I don't like certain things and it makes me uncomfortable. I can't, I'm just at a point in life where I can't reduce myself down to make other people feel good. And it don't serve me. Like I don't, I don't feel good. And I feel like I always give people chances like where I tell you. And if I tell you and you still do nothing with that, then that means that you really didn't want the relationship either, right? So I don't know. But I did gain some friendships, but I did lose some friendships. So that that made uh, this year, you know, different. But I'm not going to say necessarily in a bad way, but that was probably, you know, some down moments for me. And, uh, you know, just change. Um, I moved to Charlotte in 2020, the end of it. So, you know, I had to get used to a new place, find my way around that I still barely know my way around, been here over a year, but I'm navigating it though. I'm navigating it, but it's all been different, you know, exciting though. Moving to Charlotte is very exciting, but you know, when you move somewhere new, you know, it, it it's a lot. Um, so I've been here over a year. The blessing that I have in regards to this year and probably what kept me sane was that my sister was pregnant um, and my, my niece Ari was born and she's been such a blessing, uh, for all of us. But the fact that I live in Charlotte with my sister and, and my brother-in-law, Jamonte, friend of the show, um, I'm able to, um, see them. I mean, I see them almost every day in person. So that's been really nice just to be able to see family and see my niece get older and all that stuff in person. 
And so, um, so, you know, that's been a blessing. And so I plan to take all these things, the good and the bad, and really ponder all of this, um, with the year coming to a close. And the next time I'll be back will be, let's see, uh, this episode will come out and then I'll be off for a week for the new year. Like I'm not recording on, uh, new year's and then I'll be back the next Monday. And so I would like to go over the word of the year that I've chosen. I haven't figured out what my word is yet. Uh, I plan to journal and really release everything from this year and just, you know, let some of the hurt go, let some of the disappointments go. Um, acknowledge the wins for the year. And I really want to sit and uh, reflect on what I want my word to be for the new year. I don't know yet, but that's what we're going to discuss. And we're going to go back over, uh, what are our new goals for the year? Um, how do we maintain them? Right. I feel like we could be looking at getting shut the fuck back down. Hopefully we don't, but if we do like, you know, what does that look like too? And so we're going to discuss all those things on the next episode. Uh, I hope everybody have a safe holiday. Please wear your mask and be careful. You know, if you're going out, I will be in with my family. Um, but let's also just think about our word of the year for 2022. Let's be reflective in the year that we just are finishing. Um, you know, I really appreciate all the support from the show that I always get. Don't forget to follow the show. You can find the show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find them there. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast on Instagram. On Twitter is IGMT Podcast. And if you ever want to uh, ask me anything directly or be a part of the show, you can email me IGMT Podcast at gmail.com. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you. <laughs>